How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to this episode. So in this one, I'm going to start straight off with a story. So I moved to Chicago about six years ago. And at the time, I didn't have any friends or family. I didn't really know anybody in the city. So I wanted to start attending a church. So I Googled churches of Chicago and I just went to the first one that I attended. So this was around the fall time. It was around August, September, October, I believe. So in the fall time, you know, everybody, we can dress in our lairs and we can dress up in our jackets and boots and whatnot. So as I was walking toward the church, as I got off the bus and I was walking toward the church, I started noticing a bunch of good looking people, handsome men, beautiful women, and everybody was dressed up in their nice, you know, leather denim jackets and their nice jeans and boots. And I think five years ago, I, I didn't have the best fashion sense. So I was wearing like these baggy khakis with some brown dress shoes and a Walmart polo, I think. And as soon as I walked in, uh, I usually sit in the very back. And if there's a balcony, that's where your boy is at. At the very top, at the very back, because I don't really like to be in the center of things. I'll sit in the way back. And what I noticed, aside from what everybody was wearing, was all the coffee cups. And especially sitting on the balcony, I could see, you know, throughout the sanctuary, people were just sipping on their coffees. And I ended up, you know, I went to that church once and I ended up, in, you know, going to another church and finding a new home church there. And as I started playing drums there, you know, I had the best view in the house and I can see everybody sitting in, in church. And even there, everybody's sipping on their coffee cups. And this really got to me. This really, this really bothered me. And every time I saw it, I would think to myself, like, do you think this is a show? Did, did you come to this event to be entertained? What, is this a social event for you to just walk in and kick back and sip on your latte? Do you know why you're here? Do you know who we are here to worship? Do you realize what is happening here? When we go to church, are we attending a show where people wear the latest fashion, you know, clothes and they come out and sing a well-written song. They flash some lights and lasers through the smoke and we clap. And, and then a stylish preacher walks on stage with his Gucci shoes and he gives us a great motivational speech and we just sip on our lattes and they entertain us. Is that what church is? I grew up in a really, really, really conservative, traditional Indian Christian setting. And when we went to church, the men, we dressed up in suits and ties and women would dress up in their in their dresses, in their, since it was an Indian church, they would wear their saris and their salvars. And we used to leave our shoes at the door before we walked in. We see this example in the Old Testament where God told Moses, remove your sandals because where you're standing is holy ground. When we read about God in the Old Testament, the Israelites, they were instructed to build a tabernacle for God to dwell in. And this tabernacle was essentially a huge tent that was separated into three sections. The first section was the outer court where all the Jewish men would gather. The second section was the holy place where only the priests could enter. And then the third section was the holy of holies. And this is where only the high priest could enter and only once a year. So if any of the other priests attempted to enter in to this holy of holies, he would be consumed with fire. So when the high priest entered in, he would have a chain around his ankle with a bell on it. And so that was so that if for whatever reason God was not pleased with the people of Israel, he would strike that priest dead because he was the inter, he was the mediator between the people of Israel and between God. And, and if for whatever reason God was not satisfied, that priest would be struck dead. So the other priest would be on the other side of the tent listening. I'm sorry, the other side of this veil between the holy place and the holy of holies. And they would be listening for that bell. And if they stopped hearing it, they would drag the priest out. They would assume that he was struck down by God and they would drag him out with this rope. And that's how they took his body out because they couldn't enter into that section. That is pretty intense. 
When Jesus died on the cross, the Bible says that that veil that separated the holy place between the holy of holies, that veil itself, historically, we it was several feet thick, I want to say, from what I remember. And they said that in order to rip it apart, it w- you would have to have chariots on both sides of horses, of a team of horses to rip that tent apart. But as soon as Jesus died, when he said it's finished, the veil was ripped from top to bottom as if God was saying, I no longer want a high priest to come to me once a year because I have bridged the gap between humans and myself through the God-man Jesus and anyone is welcome to come into the Holy of Holies and experience communion with God. This is the same God that we worship on Sundays when we look good in our denim jackets, sipping on our Jesus lattes. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I think it's wrong to have coffee in church? Do I think it's wrong to wear denim jackets and holy jeans to church? Not necessarily. In fact, the church should be a place where people can gather together to build each other up, to have fun and to learn and enjoy the presence of God and his people. And what better way to start that off than with a latte? I mean, some of us show up to our first dates with better attire and more polished behavior than we do to church coming, you know, where we are supposedly coming here to worship the God of the universe. But here's where I was convicted. I was recently listening to a podcast, the Desiring God podcast, and a listener asked John Piper, Pastor John Piper, how should we dress for church? And this was his reply. Whether you dress to kill on Sunday morning or dress to kill those who are dressed to kill, or whether you close your eyes earnestly while singing the doxology or casually sip your latte while singing holy, 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 or whether you sit with a respectful posture or slouch with indifference, or whether you keep your hands to yourself or rub the back of your boyfriend's neck while the pastor pours out his heart, or whether you disdain a shabby visitor or rejoice that they are welcome. All of these things and many more are shaped and guided by your vision of what God is like in this service and what is at stake here. What do you believe should be happening here? If the characteristics of God were to be truly understood to us with the appropriate weight and the wonder, the joy and the awe that they carry, we would discern more clearly how to dress and how to act in worship services. Tinkering with how we dress does not come close to the heart of the matter that plagues the church today. The problems are far deeper. Certain kinds of behaviors and certain types of clothing, it's just simply symptomatic of our views of God and worship and ourselves. So as I was sitting there in the drum cage, judging all the people who were drinking their coffees, I was convicted with the fact that I myself had become so apathetic in how I viewed God. I would come to church wearing the same thing every day, you know, the same thing I wore on a normal basis. That's what I would dress up for church. I would play the drums and just chill backstage and, you know, until it was time to come back out again, I would just be on my phone and rinse and repeat every Sunday. And I was hit with my own questions. Jeremy, are you just putting on a show? Do you know why you're here? Do you know who you are here to worship? Do you realize what is happening here? John Piper ended the podcast with his example. Say, for example, it was his wedding anniversary and his wife had planned a great dinner at a fancy restaurant and she was wearing her best dress. Mrs. Piper is looking good. And he comes home or he comes to the restaurant straight from work and he's dressed up in a t-shirt, some jeans and some sneakers. Looking shabby. Would she accept him? Of course. That's, that's her husband. But his attire would not be appropriate for the occasion. In the same way, does God accept a hipster wearing her most stylish leather jacket over ripped jeans, sipping on her latte just as much as he accepts a man who shows up to church wearing a three-piece suit and a Bible? Of course. 
but it's our view of God that makes all the difference. Next time you go to church, the next time you say a prayer, the next time you think about God, take a moment and realize that you are sitting before and praying to and talking and worshiping to the almighty God of the universe who put the planets in motion, who just let you breathe that breath that you just took. The same God who consumed people with sin, with fire, loved you so much to come and die for you to purchase your salvation with his own life is the same God that lives inside of you, is the same God that is in that service where you are sitting, the same God that you have full access to with just one word. And this is the same God that wants to have a personal relationship with you. When I take a minute and I realize these things, I think to myself, before I can honor God, just, you know, maybe I can honor God with just a little bit more than what I wear every day. Maybe I can put my phone down for an hour at church and just open my heart to what he has to say. Maybe I can cut out some of the things that, the frivolous things that I do throughout my week and just devote that time to God. Maybe I can show God just a little bit more respect and the honor that he so rightly deserves. You see, it's not so much about how we show up and what we do, but more about our view of the God that we are standing before. And that view, in turn, will shape how we show up and what we do. That's all I got to say for this episode. If you found value in it, my only request is that you share it with somebody else who will also find value. And until the next time, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.